0: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call, clickgrainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Come on, G, kick it. So you think the seating, the seating in the East is like the most worrisome thing right now?
0: I don't think it's the most worrisome,
1: but I think... It
0: is, in a sense, because the Cavs are looming, you know? You get the second round of the Cavs, and it's just like, uh-oh, here we go again.
1: I know, meeting them in the second round is going to be pretty pretty difficult. I mean, well, what, the Wizards are in second place now, and then you got the Celtics, and then it's the Raptors, and so we're going to have to play Atlanta in the first round. Who we um, should be. On paper, they should smoke them. That's gonna oh, yeah, it's going to be Plans. so brutal to watch, first of all.
0: Well, the pace of play between the pace of play and Schroeder's turnovers whew,
1: I mm. can get ugly <laughs> yeah well, JV will at least get to play because he's playing against what he'll be playing against Dwight Howard you know Paul well, Mills do like, does a motivated Dwight Howard change the way JV's used Because you know, mm. a motivated Dwight Howard
0: could shut down JV right right and yeah. expose him on the offensive end because he should clean up around the rim but, you know, Dwight Howard, they could get down by 10, maybe double digits, a little higher. He starts sulking. Then he's, he just takes himself out of the game.
1: Yeah, you start to... I remember when Nene was on the Wizards. And, like, if a big man was, like, kind of outplaying him, he would start to, like, sulk. And then, like, get into a shell and not, like, rarely do anything. I feel like JV is kind of turning into that type of player. I mean, he's, a, like, some sort of confidence you know, <laughs> before before he actually starts really doing stuff on the floor. I mean, you can't fault JB's effort because he's always
0: given 110%. All those cliches you want to throw out there, you can throw out there. He's just like an energy motor guy, but his defensive deficiencies have been there forever and they don't get fixed. Ever since Gortat exposed him in
1: that playoff series three, three years ago, mm-hmm. it's been, they haven't changed. I
0: don't it's- know
1: why. That's going to be interesting because that screen and roll, man, that 1-5, they're going to probably do one fives and 1-4 screen and rolls, but that 1-5 screen and roll is going to be difficult to guard because of Schroeder's uh, speed against well, JVs. The only good thing about it is like, you know Dwight Howard's diving to the rim. He's not shooting that 18-footer. That's true. That's true. But he's still he's still going to have to guard the pass, man, he hasn't really shown any ability to disrupt that pass, even though the Raptors are fourth in the league <laughs> in, in deflections.
0: That's the Dwayne Casey impact right there. Hustle <laughs> stats.
1: <laughs> the Everybody thing. loves those hustle
0: stats. We could like frame so many different little. I don't want to call them like BS bogus stats, but they're just like little stats that you know they help you win games. Yes, but mm-hmm. they're not the be all end all. Like there's more glaring issues with the Raptors that are more important to talk about. But these hustle stats are fun. And mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, yeah, man, hustles that you know great at screening too, top four and screen assists. Top five, top five. <laughs> okay, yeah, to go
0: back to the east seeding though, you know, obviously like I just alluded to earlier was the Cavs in the second round. Given everything that's happened with the Raptors in terms of Lowry's injury, their decline since the new year, have your expectations of this team changed at all? Like do you still expect them to finish two or three or are you just kinda content with them finishing fourth or fifth now?
1: I remember when I wrote that piece saying that the second seed was like wasn't out of reach. And ever since they've uh Ever since I've produced that piece, I think they lost a couple games, even though they're still like a positive team. Like so they it's won your more. <laughs> 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 I mean, they won they won more games than they lost without Kyle Lowry. But um, you know, the Celtics are the Celtics and the Wizards. Specifically, the Wizards are like streaking right now. So they have a tough schedule coming up. The Wizards, the Celtics, and the Raptors have the two easiest schedules left. Right. But the Wizards is pretty difficult, so I mean, the third seed is still obtainable. I don't know about the second, but yeah, the second seed is going to be a little bit difficult. There was three, I think three, and, yeah, three and a half games behind on the on the second seed. Again, also the third seed, but the Celtics have a more difficult. Uh, the Wizards have a difficult schedule, so it's it's doable, but I don't really see them getting to the second seed. Man, our dreams of that fifty win season that I think we both took the un- over on. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, well, there's so. a silver
0: lining too with the second seed. They don't need to pass the Celtics. I know. I can't believe I'm saying this because it's a technicality, mm-hmm. but they can just tie the Celtics, and because they own the tiebreaker, they would have the second seed.
1: Right. So They don't
0: need so. to necessarily surpass them.
1: All right. So yeah, you can catch up. They're only three games back the, behind them in the loss column. It's doable, but there's only a few more games. I mean, there's still like 20 games left in the season, but it's uh, it's getting to some you know some small margins now is running yeah i it. mean you have certain games in the schedule too like that that warriors
0: game celtics warriors i think that was a game that raptors fans anticipated the celtics oh would God, lose that was a and they won especially coming off that phoenix suns loss where it was pretty much march madness came early yeah i don't know what is
1: it thomas was doing <laughs> yeah that was a huge that was a huge back backbreaker man because that's the one time where we we're you know for some reason it feels like toronto fans don't really like golden state Right, so this is like the one of the one times that they would be cheering for the Warriors to win. You know, just so they can like get a, a little boost in the standings, but say la vie man. It's not, not everything's gonna swing your way. So what are your expectations of this team then? Realistically, the four seed, optimistically, right? The third, hopefully. <laughs> you know, if they can muster um, if they can muster some strength off of the bench, the rest of the roster. Serge Ibaka is um, coming into his own on the team. Yeah, I feel like all those expectations are fair. So it's just like the optimistic would be, okay,
0: two seed, two seed, you know? Maybe no. a one. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, holy crow, yeah, we'll be lucky to get a four at this point. You know, the, the way they've been free-falling. Some of the fan base has just been going crazy. And I know life without Kyle Lowry has obviously been abysmal. <laughs> that's probably it's, it's the same stuff on a night in, night out basis,
1: man. Abysmal. Like, feel like underst- let's say he, can. Let's say he comes back and he's not the same Kyle Lowry. Then it's difficult because then that uh, that Hawks the Hawks series is going to be. They'll still beat the Hawks if it's four or five, because the Hawks are a defensive team, anyways. But that's when they play. If they play the Cavs in the second round, it's going to be like a four or five game series. It might just end it in three. <laughs> yeah uh, a forfeit after the third game and they lose by 30 <laughs> well you look at the hawks i mean
0: their plus minus tells you all you need to know about their story their point differential it's this is a team that
1: it, i don't want to say they've overachieved they always overachieved they, they are what they are you know they're not that good i think they've been over i think they've been overachieving their point differential by like two two or three years yeah that's coach Bud, yeah, man he's a so. coach yeah he's a great coach man and for him to get a team that used to be just primarily offense to play serious defense, it's um you know testament to his flexibility as a coach for for the for the Hawks.
0: The Spurs philosophy, right there.
1: Yeah, you know, Coach um, Pop. Yeah, Coach Pop used to have the Twin Towers, and then they were like an all defensive team with just Tim Duncan. and they were playing that free flowing style. Now they're like, uh, I wouldn't say isolation, but it's definitely the offense is definitely centered around quiet. So yeah, if yours. If you're a a good coach, if you get coached by Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr as well, um, it looks like you're you're just like a great offspring. It's like having parents with good genetics. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I find it so
0: fascinating how they're able to evolve to so many different situations, like all the different offenses you just described that the Spurs have gone through. People don't really realize it because they're just like, oh, it's the Spurs or the Spurs. But the Spurs have changed a lot from what you're first accustomed to seeing. So
1: I wish the Raptors would do that, to be honest. But you know, we, we're stuck in one growth stage. <laughs> you know, you know the Spurs. Like, one pe- five. Yeah, well, the Spurs. You know, they lose. They lose people. They have like a same core group of people, which are, like with Tony Parker, Ginobili, Kawhi, Tw- Tim Duncan, et cetera. But uh, there's always like a rotating cast, right? And that rotating cast always has different skills and they're able to maximize those skills. And when I have Dwayne Casey on the Raptors. And, like, the, the cast has, like, shifted a lit- mostly this year, more than any other year, except for when they traded Rudy Gay. Um, he hasn't been able, we're starting to realize he hasn't really been able to maximize players' strengths. Like, when Terrence Ross and, <clears throat> Terrence Ross and James Johnson both left this year, uh, James Johnson left in the summer, obviously. They're showing, like, this amazing, I wouldn't say amazing, but this secret passing uh, repertoire that we didn't know that they had. Um, what is Dwayne Casey doing? How is he not noticing this in like practices or whatever? Like, I feel like it's an in indictment. It's got to be right.
0: Like, you're really opening Pandora's box right now. I you know that. <laughs> like, there's, there's a lot of different routes we could go with this now. <laughs> it's a systemic issue with the Raptors. 100% systemic. They live and die off Kyle Lowry iso sets. We've we finally seen them start to incorporate some motion offense. You know, the problem with it is it takes JV like 10 seconds, eight to 10 seconds to set up in the post, and then you got guys. Trying to cut off like Carroll and Powell, and you just get dead sets and late, late, late in the shot clock threes, and you get bad offense.
1: Yeah, and those threes is something new. I don't get it because in if you're watching the offense, they get they're getting those Golden State type of open threes where it's not like super open. I'm talking about like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, whereas they're not super open, but they're open just enough to get the shot up. They're getting that type of space. But they, it feels like they don't have a uh, shooter that's confident enough in sh- actually shooting the ball in those situations. So you're getting a lot of driving kicks into crowds. And then people well, getting them. One of the issues on top of that, too, is um, obviously driving kicks into crowds is the issue.
0: But it's the guys that are shooting these shots as well. Like You see Damari Carroll taking a lot of them. Now he's got his ankle injury, so I don't know about that, where that's going to lead. Obviously, if it's a high ankle sprain, that could take anywhere from three to five weeks to heal. Mm-hmm. Not what Raptors fans want to hear. But look at a guy like Patrick Patterson, playing 20 minutes a night, attempting,
1: man, one to two threes a game.
0: DeRozan's yeah. taking more threes than him now. Yeah. That's a huge issue.
1: Yeah, that's a prob- <laughs> That's a huge problem. DeMar DeRozan's taking more threes than your uh, designated three-point shooters. That's a huge issue. And uh, yeah, I know we both want to see DeMar shoot the three more, but, dude, not like that. Yeah, no, right now it's desperation type threes. I mean, some of them are from the corner, and he's comfortable comfortable shooting them from the corners. But he's shooting when anytime he shoots a three from above the break, that is not a planned three for the offense. Right. So if he's shoot, doing shooters got to
0: shoot. <laughs> he is not. He's so not one say, of the shooters. Shooter's got to shoot now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you're Norman Powell or to an extent Kojo, if you're in the corners, but like. Serge Ibaka, Patrick Patterson, Damari Carroll. Like, just shoot the ball, man. If you get it and you're slightly open, release. Well, here's the other issue is that what you were kind of alluding to when you said you see guys leave the Raptors
0: and they become this new found player that we always thought and hoped and dreamed they could become, a la James Johnson, Terrence Ross. And then they become it when they leave. So partial problem for the Raptors right now is that guys like Kyle Lowry and Terrence Ross obviously aren't here.
1: Mm-hmm. That's six to nine, three attempts a night. Who's yeah. taking those threes now? Uh well we're seeing DeMar DeRozan attempt more three. <laughs> I mean that's that's about it. DeMar DeRozan, I guess. This is why we've been pre I think every single like during the off season or even before that, we were preaching like, man, if you just learned how to shoot the three, it'd help out the offense so much. And you know, when you lose people, you gotta rely on certain dudes more frequently. It's like, yeah, if you just shot the three more, we'd we'd have those extra threes to pour in. When uh, Kyle Lowry is gone. But now, you know, he doesn't shoot the three. I guess, t- you know, Serge Ibaka shoot him more? I don't know. And they're already starting to lean on him. Ah, it's actually <laughs> frustrating. It's actually frustrating to watch. The problem
0: is, and I hate to go back to this, it's Dwayne Casey's offense.
1: It's dead. I mean, yeah, and they have a lot of... They have There's a lot, nothing moving. They have a lot of ball handlers on the team right now, actually. Like... Powell, Kojo, Delon Wright, right, and then you also have Demar Derozan. That's four ball handlers, and for the team to be like, I think it's la- is it last in the league in assists?
0: Yeah, but they've always been like that, though. I mean, they're they're the last but yeah, that's, in the lineup
1: too. But that's the problem. It's like they're last, but you have so many ball handlers. Like it shouldn't, it just shouldn't be last. You know, it's not. Well, like, here's
0: here's the thing too. I mean, people cry for ball movement, but look at their pace as well. They're one of the slowest paced teams in the
1: league. With all these ball handlers, why don't you just up the pace? You may not get the ball
0: moving, but you're going to get some speed.
1: Especially because Norman Powell loves transition. Kojo is good in transition. DeMar DeRozan loves transition. It it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Even Serge Ibaka would be good in transition, you know, for like trail threes or whatever if he gets a rebound. So it just doesn't make any sense at at the moment. And we keep harping on this, or we've we've stopped harping on it because we were harping on it, but we're back on it again. But like, this is a serious issue with, with the coaching, man and we well, that's, a, that's another issue with this team too though don't don't you feel like we talk about the same stuff a lot of times
0: yeah <laughs> well yeah it I mean, gets frustrating because like, it's like holy hell can we get a solution or no
1: yeah man and you know we got the power forward uh thing sorted out and then we're just, you know we're just back to coaching now we're back to coaching and Kyle Lowry is gone so we're you know there's nothing really to comment on him so we're down to coaching again and when your team is injured, like this, the coach's job is like, okay, I gotta fill these gaps. You know, that's what the coach is hired to do. Obviously, he's coach to do other things, but like, when things go wrong, you like, I need the coach to make the game plan so we can win. He's feeling okay. To here, I-, I
0: gotta ask you this then: Is this a byproduct of Kyle Lowry not being in the lineup, or is this just Dwayne Casey maybe not being the right coach for this lineup or for this roster? I hate to bang that drum, but it's kind of what we've both been hinting at here. So is
1: it more Lowry being out or Casey style? What's the bigger issue? When Lowry comes or when Lowry's comes back, they're probably going to start winning again. And that's you know you need good good players to win. But when you have bad, and it's not even like they have bad players, but if you just have like sub uh, optimal players, there's still ways to win. Man, the Miami Heat are are almost in the eighth spot, and their the best player is Dion Waiters and like Whiteside and Goran, Goran Dragic, man. So you can definitely do it if you have subpar pieces. That's a coaching. This is a coaching thing. This is a coaching issue. One hundred percent coaching, man. <laughs> that's bold. I, <laughs> I do
0: think Kyle Lowry obviously would be one of the fifteen best players in the league. It makes a big difference. But oh, by the way, Goran Dragic, very nice black eye, my friend. Very nice.
1: Wow, dude. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> wow, he couldn't. He, he couldn't play because it was swollen shut. It's grotesque. Right. It's actually repulsive to look at. You look at it you're like, "Whoa. It reminded me of a uh, Rocky." Yes. yes. <laughs> it looks a lot like that. <laughs> it right? It's like so. it's photoshopped, to be honest. Yeah. I thought it when I first saw it, it I thought it was photoshopped as well. And then I had to like go to like the person's Twitter page. Right? And it was like, "No, this is actually what his eye looks like." And it was like, I think there was like a second picture of it too, so. Yeah, there is. There's a side a side uh side portrait shot. Back to the Casey issue.
0: Let's mm-hmm. just say doomsday scenario here: Raptors losing the first round. You know, a lot of blame will go on Dwayne Casey for sure. Kyle Lowry's impending free agent, Patterson, Tucker, Abaca, you name it—all those guys. It's it's a big summer for the Raptors. Right? How would all of this impact Kyle Lowry's future with the team, or would it? Because I, I think he's had his—he's come to gripes a few times with
1: Dwayne Casey. I—that's I was about to mention that because I remember earlier in the season, like the mid-season mark where Kyle Lowry is like, we keep losing, nothing's changing, things needs to change, right? And I guess, obviously, there was a trade that happened, but, you know, coaching was also an issue at that point. Coaching will continue, continues to be an issue right now. And when he's a free agent, if I'm Kyle Lowry, I'd be like, yo, can we get some, like, actual coaching solutions on this squad? You see what I'm getting at here? And especially if they lose in the first round, then Kyle Lowry is like, well, it's not... It being the star player or just being a regular human being is like I'm doing everything I can DeMar is doing everything he can because he's my best friend so I support him doing pretty much everything we got all the pieces that I think would be an Eastern Conference type deal our GM is doing great he got the, the squad together so what's the problem here <laughs> right so like the eye of Sauron is just like well, Dwayne Casey everybody else is doing well right now right Serge Ibaka is flourishing Yonis Valanciunas there's another story. But it's wor <laughs> but the team has been working on that road. That. <laughs> the team has been working up until this point. And then you you know, if they get bounced in the first round, I'll be like, dude, I need somebody to draw plays for us. So we can do play things and like our people that so people that are supposed to people that are able to pass can get to pass. I don't have to pass everybody all the time. there can be times where I get spot up threes. You know what I mean? It's an issue. I do. No, it's a huge issue. I mean,
0: yes. I'm looking at the coaching tree that of who would be available. You know, you go through the usual names: Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, the TV guys. Obviously, um, you can scratch around elsewhere, but I think it's like Nate McMillan, Monty Williams, who's became a very hot name now, and you got like
1: young guys. That's it. So, is the grass really greener? It yeah, that's that's a good question. There isn't really. The thing about if you're going to get a new coach, especially, like, right now, it would, you would want to get a young coach because the old heads are, like, they're old dudes right now. And they're all doing, like, TV and stuff. But it's hard to get a young coach and be like, okay, man, like, the basically, is like getting Fred Hoiberg to coach the Bulls. And be like, all right, this is my first time ever coaching. I mean, it works for Billy. I guess it worked for Billy Donovan, but it's, like, my first time head coaching a professional basketball team. Uh, this team is supposed to win. It's supposed to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's do this. And it's kind of well, Billy hard. Donovan was a bit different, man. I mean, hey, here's KD. Here's Russell Westbrook. Okay, thanks. No problem. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> going to be the same thing in Toronto. They're not the same caliber of players, but the team is definitely good. right? Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's definitely better than first-round uh, loss, right? So probably, like maybe I would see them as like a, si- a second... Like, at the beginning of the season, I thought this was a conference finals team, right? And, you know, through some turbulence, they're like a second-round team, maybe. Well, even at the trade deadline, we were both talking to each other off the air
0: about how, you know, Abaka, Tucker, okay, this is, we're back to being the bonafide number two team in the East. And
1: now we're right back where we started. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's hard. I don't know. They need to start taking some looks at the coaching in in college, which I never thought I would be saying (laughs) right now. But, uh, yeah. It's 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 kind of difficult to find a coach from college because usually coaches don't want to leave their teams. You have like a affiliation. You probably even get some coaches get paid more as a college coach than as an NBA coach. So. Oh yeah, Coach Cal makes double figures, double digits. Yeah, dude, he's just he prints money, man. Do you think he screws yeah. made ducks in like a in a in like a pool or something? <laughs> <laughs> At Kentucky, if he wanted <laughs> that in Lexington, they would get it for him. They,
0: they'll do whatever he wants.
1: But yeah, man, I they need to start looking into this coaching matter because now it's starting to like
0: <clears throat>
1: starting to become apparent. I hate to jump
0: on that train like we've been recently, but it's just everything's lining up in that direction. However, obviously, the counter argument here is no Lowry, like we said earlier. But, you know, him and Lowry don't get along, so I can see how we're getting down this road. The other issue here, DeMar DeRozan's usage. it's It's been crazy, and right now they kind of need him to play hero ball with Lowry at the lineup to try and win games. Are you worried that come playoff time he
1: might burn out? I'm actually super worried about that because that happens, it feels like, every year with the Raptors. Either Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan gets uh, burnt. and it's usually been Kyle Lowry, but since Kyle Lowry's out, it's going to be DeMar DeRozan. Um. Yeah, because last year when he wasn't burnt out and he was getting locked up by Paul George, we're like, "What's going on with Demar Derozan?" So now well, this- think about this, dude. <laughs> like second round,
0: no matter what, he's playing one of this combination of defenders: LeBron James, mm-hmm. Otto Porter. Who, mm-hmm. for those that you know, be like Otto Porter, scoffing at that right now. Go watch him play, and he's given Derozan trouble in the past. And then a combination of Jay Crowder, or Avery Bradley. I know DeRozan is the, the Celtics killer, but now that Avery Bradley's back, Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, they can switch on him and they can do some different things. So, no matter what, he's getting a tough matchup. Yeah, he's too. getting a
1: super super tough matchup, and his uh, pump fakes don't really work in the playoffs, man. Like the That's coach, like Lou
0: Williams, you know the flop shit that he does that doesn't work
1: in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like the, get way tighter. Yeah, the scouting's out and the refs are kind of they're tighter wi- or they're looser with the whistle or tighter. I don't know how which which way it goes to mean that they they're looser. <laughs> yeah, they don't call as many uh, BS fouls. You know, like the pump the pump fake uh, free throw type deal doesn't get called as much. So when that's ha- when that's happening, that's just a natural change for the playoffs. And then you're getting you know swarmed or like locked down by somebody that's six foot nine to your six seven and your play revolves around mid-range contested twos and uh, floaters in the lane and, like, fadeaways. It's going to be hard, man. And I think it's going to be a big... and Now that we're talking it out, I think it's going to be a huge issue going forward into the playoffs if they don't get him some, like, some rest. Which can be done. Yeah, I mean, he... What is he playing, like, 40? He's probably, like, you know usually at, like, 30 in the 30s. Drozum? Yeah. It, it, oh, his usage without Lowry right now is in the 30s, yeah. Right. He's one of the
0: five highest in the league.
1: Right? And he's playing like a uh, what, 35, 36 minutes a game and he's probably even spiked in the in the in the time that he's been out. So, you know, Russell Westbrook has been Russell Westbrook has uh been his own one-man show, but he only plays like 35 minutes a game and he has a super high usage rate, rating usage percentage, but you know, he only plays 35 or even 34 minutes. Like he's not playing a full 36. So you could still be warm, You still could still be good for the playoffs, but you got to scale back on the minutes.
0: Well, the other issue too with Raptors is that nobody else can really create their own shot, aside from Lowry and DeRozan.
1: I Me, mean, yeah, you do, man. Like, sort of with Kojo and Powell, they can. It's not like super um, reliable, but it can be done. Nah, <laughs> you know you don't believe him. I'm that? not sold, man. No, I'm,
0: I'm thinking playoff ball as opposed to regular season ball. Okay. So playoff ball, I, I'm not. I'm not taking Corey Joseph to create his own shot. Love him, but he's a facilitator. Come playoff time, okay. That's when the the best players shine. Come playoffs, I know this is not groundbreaking analysis, here, <laughs> but you know, like the these guys ramp to level up a bit. And I, I don't see him just creating his own shot. I think the Raptors are gonna have to do it all by team. All those garbage stats. We were joking around about hustle stats earlier. They're really going to have to bite and claw like, their way to Ws those, yeah. unless DeRozan or
1: Lowry goes off. Sounds like a grit and grind to me. Yeah, grit and grind. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know, this man. I I, think, you know, I like Kojo's, you know, he has the mid-range jumper. And that's it, right? But if you he know. doesn't shoot threes, I'm just going to get the elephant <laughs> out of the way here. If
0: they don't shoot threes, man, they're done. The NBA is changing with the way the game is being played now. Threes, 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 more threes. The Raptors don't shoot threes. And when they miss these little mid-range and they get this lull of an offense where it's dead set after dead set. And the team goes down three, three. They just got to shoot threes. And I'm going to keep saying that until the end of the season because look at the Wizards. Look at the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Even the Celtics at times. You can oh, yeah, change the, the game just by, by avalanching
1: somebody with threes. Yeah, exactly. Well, then, do you want to make a, a change in the starting lineup when the playoffs start? To what? You know, some Serge some surge Bach at the five, Patterson oh, at
0: the dude, four. Yeah, well, I, okay, I'm all for that. Patterson at the four, Bach at the five. Pick mm. your poison between Tucker and Carroll at three, DeRozan, Lowry. Let's go. <laughs> Short of the rotation, so how many, New how many, Jack City. So how many, I'm gonna like take every three, for <laughs> That you know? we're not the Houston Rockets here.
1: <laughs> they gotta get close to thirty. Okay, the 30's thirty's a lot for this team. This team especially. What... So that's a lot of threes. Um, I think they're one of the worst. Yeah, they're they're no, they're one. Of, they get up the least, but they're like one of the better three point shooting teams. So.
0: Yeah, well, Not every three is gonna be open, man. Yeah, they're that's true, and especially in the playoffs, playoffs
1: like, man. Gotta take advantage of what they have now. And the playoffs, they're gonna those Demar Derozan drives are gonna get double teamed, and you just gotta let it. You just gotta let it fly at this point. There's just no. There's no way around it. I know, like uh, that. Uh, that JV mid mid range or post up. looks attractive from the outside, but you gotta hoist the threes, man, because the teams are. If the teams do what they did last year, where it's like they don't respect anybody else on the squad, and it's like I'm going to triple team, double team Lowry every time they touch the ball, they're going to lose. Yeah, and they're going to well, lose, that, them, gonna lose so in the I first was round say next. Because I was going to say, if
0: anybody thinks I'm crazy right now, flip on that Cavs series last year and look at the way they disrespected the rest of this roster outside of Lowry and Rosen. Yeah, they shot a lot of threes and they missed, but you got to keep shooting. You got to keep shooting. If them, those yeah, threes fall. Yeah, if those threes fall. This is that's seven game series. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I know it's the, you know, coulda, shoulda, what if, bullshit game. But, dude, that's the way it's going to work with the basketball right now. And in the NBA where threes are literally changing the
1: game, the Raptors got to shoot them. They have to. Uh, Patrick Patterson, man. That's another person that we're looking at, especially in the offseason. That I of Sauron, man. It's on Dwayne Casey and Patrick Patterson. Because Patrick Patterson, he's had ample time to like uh to show that he's, he could be a productive even he could have, he could have shown to be a productive starter, and he's just shirked from yeah. uh, from the possibility of that entirely. Well, his
0: usage as a whole is what now? Like, what do you make of him? I I don't even know anymore. I'm watching. I'm like, okay, what, where's
1: the real Patrick Patterson? Where'd he go? I used to love Patrick Patterson. Okay, I used to love him. I still love him. One of my favorite players, and uh, I just I don't know, man. Like he's what game paid six million, and then you know at the end of the season he's a free agent, so. I feel like it's it's hurting his contract negotiation. How like p- poorly? I mean, it's not even like poorly. It's just like meh. He's a meh right now. Well, I feel like he has a hard time fitting in with this new lineup,
0: which is weird. To say, which is because weird not much because has changed.
1: He, yeah, and you would think that it would just be like, yeah, man, I'm just going to have more space to shoot my threes now, right? But, uh, in theory, when you had Tucker and
0: Ibaka, this is just better spacing, more threes, more open looks, and it's been the opposite.
1: Yeah, it's just been the opposite. It's just He takes first of all, it takes a lot of like a, a little bit of time for him to load up his three point shot, but he's just not I feel like at heart, he's just not that type of dude who's just like, I'm gonna shoot shoot the ball every time it comes into my hands. You know how Clay Thompson or like Lou Williams or like yeah, that gunner aspect. Right, where, you know, or like I don't Bobby Portis. Damn. Who you are in front of me or where,
0: I'm shooting it. Yeah,
1: like, so even like Bobby, I know Bobby Portis, I don't know if you watched that Bulls, uh, Celtics, <laughs> Bulls Celtics game. Oh, I watched it. <laughs> right, and like, anytime Bobby Portis touches the ball, he's like, you know what, I'm going to shoot it. You know, it's like, is the ball in my hands? Yes, shoot it. And I feel like Patrick Patterson needs to adopt that. And he likes to do that pump pick, you know, dribble drive, floater in the lane, because he, like, he, he has, that's a real move for him, but... You got to just hoist it, man. Just let it fly, dude. Just, just shoot the ball. And that's what The uh, Raptors is the whole need to do. Yeah, just, everybody just needs to shoot the ball. It's, it's uh, If you're playing 2K, you put the sliders on shoot at will. Okay, Anytime you get the ball and you're slightly open, shoot the ball. And that's, you know, Dwayne Casey has to convince people to do that. I don't know if he's really down for that. You know, he hasn't really shown that he's been down for, you know, just people letting it fly. That's more of a uh, MDA type of uh, game plan, so... Well, I would say based on the
0: pace, and the length of their sets, which generally runs anywhere from 16 to, to like 20 all the way down 24 yeah. seconds, it's they're not inclined to shoot threes. I don't know what they're inclined to do. They're trying to like establish some 1980s post-presence, you know, work an inside-out game, little throwback,
1: yeah. but um makes no sense to me. shooting a lot of mid-rangers, and with Serge Ibaka, he's a good mid-range shooter, but he's just adding to the mid-range factor, like a lot of mid-rangers. Kojo's shooting tons of mid-rangers, too. Norman Powell that left to right crossover brings him into the brings him inside the arc. So it's a mid range shot. A lot of mid range. Come postseason, you're easier to defend like that, man. Defenses can easily collapse in the paint. It's a lot easier.
0: You don't need big men to do that either.
1: Yeah, that's true. People are just long. They're just longer. When you're a playoff team, you're typically just a long team. You know?
0: Yeah, and they're gonna gang rebound you. So if you think you're gonna clean up the glass of one big man, and you know, just put JV out there in a small lineup and abuse them, it's not gonna yeah, work like it's that. It's not gonna work like that. Yeah. Like if that was the case, the Warriors would get waxed.
1: Hey, you last, year. <laughs> hey, last year. Last I, year. I don't think they got waxed. Nah, I don't think they got waxed at all. It was just, you know. I don't know if you,
0: you – you may not have been on Twitter, but they, they did blow a
1: 3-1 lead. <laughs> you know? so they, they were doing something right. But actually the Thunder the – thunder, when the Thunder were up 3-1 on the Warriors, that's how they were actually waxing them when they played that dual yep. center lineup.
0: So it yeah, can be Steve done.
1: Awesome. It can be done. Raptors do not have the personnel to do that at the moment. No. So I'll take Steve Adams over JV. Me too. Actually, I feel like he's more athletic. Yeah, and I better rebounder, he's a better defender.
0: The he game's was, changing, man. Yeah. Like the game is changing and I, I know it's going to go back to the whole shoot threes, play faster, but
1: that's the new NBA. You know, JV might might be
0: uh might be on a different squad next year. Yeah, him and a lot of other players, though. I think a lot of teams in the off are going to want to shuffle big men. So good luck to them. Before we go, mm-hmm. where's
1: Drake? Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we, yeah, dude, I, you know, people who listen to year. us. contract here. So people who listen to us don't know. It's like, you know, Chris and I, we, we, we jot down some, like, topic notes right before the podcast. And, you know, we have our research behind it, of course. But uh, that's what I just threw in as, like, kind of like a joke to get Chris to laugh. And oh, uh it's worth it. Now I got up every <laughs> It's
0: a contract here, man. We we bet that he will show up to X amount of games.
1: We're both <sighs> going to fail miserably. Woo, he's going to show up in the playoffs, man. He'll be the 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 album just dropped or is about to drop. He was, was he said March 18th. Yep. Right, so it's about to drop. Promotion. Sh- shameless self-promotion coming from Drake. Right? Raptors are about to be in the in the playoffs. He's just going to show up to every game they're going to be playing the songs off the track at the at the stadium. He's gonna show up with Nicky? oh my goodness of course he is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every six man is gonna go off of you course do that dog? you can just hear all these guys oh my goodness it' be all the six to six stuff and I'm just gonna cry I mean the her her disc record just uh just popped off so it's a possibility man I wouldn't be surprised if she was there to be honest it makes sense in the
0: pop culture lexicon you know it makes sense for both of them to show up yeah oh, Drake like
1: where yeah. is he? We had, what was our it, it over-under on? was over-under five, I think. It's, we it's more than, we, higher than we'd like to admit. No, our over-under was, really?
0: It was more than five? Well, I, think it was, well, I think it was like four and a half, five. I'd have to go back and look, but okay. I'm pretty sure it was four and
1: a half, five. Because we yeah. thought Drake Knights, you know. Yeah, Drake Knights, you know, maybe if they played Philadelphia or something. Just no, just none. None at all.
0: So what we're really saying is Drake is not getting re-signed next year.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean yeah, when, the Leafs are hot the Leafs can sign them you know oh, are Toronto Maple Leafs fans into Drake is that the type of music they listen to that's an honest question we're trying to diversify as the Leafs fan <laughs> 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 I could just see MLSC sign Drake that'd be a that's a trip that'd be a trip yeah so I guess Drake is Buenos Notches yeah yeah I mean, he served his purpose, you know. Just go, you know, just like to peel back the the layers a little bit. It's like he served his purpose. Like when they were, when they did sign him, they were like a struggling team, you know, and they needed him to like just to up the profile of the team, which did happen. You know, the, the Raptors are like definitely a thing, and it's a good team, it has an identity. You know, they have like specific uniforms for Drake Knight and stuff, so it did help the the, the identity of the team, man he was he,
0: he just gave me he gave me an idea for the offseason <laughs> if Drake doesn't get re-signed we can do an episode chronicling
1: Drake's legacy with oh the Raptors. his legacy with the Raptors <laughs> and we'll go back to when he's a kid when he became a fan yeah 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 <laughs> that'll be interesting make sure you keep that written down can <laughs> look forward to that in the summer
0: yeah chronicles of Drake on that note guys I think we're done yeah anything else you want to add to Go Knicks!
1: Whoa! <laughs> oh Shoot more threes! Shoot uh, more threes! Oh, you gotta make That's sure all. you pay. Yo, okay, just just briefly, Chris Saspurzingus is like, this, you know, this confusion from top to bottom. Nobody knows how to run the triangle well. Oh my God, we're still in the triangle. <laughs> Don't forget, you're getting evaluated on
0: the triangle at the end of
1: the Uncle Phil will not forget. Oh man. See, you, you hooked me man you were on this Knicks hate train and then I was like why does this guy hate the Knicks so bad and then I'm just I don't like, hate the Knicks and <laughs> I'm just reading the stories about the Knicks and I'm
0: like oh, now you're hooked too I know you're on their subreddit all the time just reading it just scanning it like oh my
1: god another thing the Knicks they're and the Bulls the Knicks and the Bulls man they're planning on protesting Garbacks dude that is like a a, a movement right now it's like a, a slow undercurring movement but it is like a movement That would be
0: huge. Yeah.
1: As always, guys, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter
0: at Tip of the Tower. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud at Tip of the Tower. You can find me on Twitter at Crystal Cranus. You can follow Tamar on Twitter at Damar J. Grant. Enjoy the Raptors games, guys. Kyle Lowry will hopefully be back soon, and there will be better days ahead. But until
1: then, I don't know what to tell you. They're going to crush Dallas today. If they play Dallas, they're going to crush Dallas. This is probably they Don't crush Dallas when have an emergency box. Yeah, there might be. <laughs> there might be. Why? <laughs> Yogi Ferrell is the next Kyle Lowry. <laughs> oh, later, uh, later. This is the story of the one.